Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome to another episode of Debbins on Demand. It's Chris Debbins joined by my fiance, Ariel. Hello. And congratulations are in order for you, by the way, uh, for starting a new job this week. Yeah. Um, big week big week yeah day three fresh fresh job and you seem super happy you seem like you love it which is great yeah fresh job same industry yes so yes I think like less overwhelming than otherwise it could be I've been doing a lot of onboarding videos and like there's a lot of jargon in it and mm-hmm. I'm like oh thank god I don't have to learn all of these three-letter acronyms because I already know them why <laughs> there's so there's so many acronyms there's so many acronyms in, in every industry and I almost feel like some of them are created to keep others out like it I, does it that, does a feel thing? a little bit like this is a secret code yeah and I, I'm like don't worry I've already hacked the code I've already hacked the code you've read the manual <laughs> I read it <laughs> I always feel that I always feel this way when like every once in a while I'll get into this mood where I'm like I want to get more into my finances like I want to just like know Ew, more. that sounds like the worst mood ever well you know I just want to retire eventually at some point and then you start like learning <laughs> about finances and they're like oh you know these like IRA and a Roth IRA like all these like different like you know whatever yeah uh and <sighs> why can't people talk normally yeah. You know, why can't you talk normally? Uh, but congratulations. Thanks, this is a, this is a full remote job, which is becoming so more mm-hmm. so, so much more common. It is a little different starting a job remotely. Super different. Super um, different. Opposed to a lot of people like like me, for example, my job was completely in person. And then because of the pandemic mm-hmm. morphed into remote, then back to hybrid. But I never had to do the the onboarding out of office. Right. You know? Yeah, it's definitely super weird. And this company that I'm starting at is in general, like remote first. I had like my first day, like in the trainings, they reiterated that so many times. It's a global company. They do have offices that certain people go in, but clearly like most people start remotely. They're set up for you to start remotely, so on and so forth. But my email just wasn't working for the first half of my first day. And it was so strange because I had Slack and I had a bunch of Zoom calls Mm -hmm. that I already knew I was having. But there was something about sitting in my home office literally in my home with like very limited access to like the work world that I was entering just like with this computer that like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know what's happening. And then like all those little, like I'm missing, like today I, I realized like halfway through a meeting that people were talking about that I had never gotten invited to. That was like a big all hands. They didn't invite you to the party. They didn't invite me to the party. It was so rude. I mean, I ended up getting added, but like, it is this weird thing where like, it's not like, oh, you watch everyone go to the conference room and it's like, oh, should I be walking to the conference room? Like if I'm sitting in my office doing other things and no one goes out of their way to tell me I should be showing up to something, I have no idea it's happening. But on one hand, I feel like it's slightly 
more productive because I have all these onboarding videos and stuff to do. Mm-hmm. When I started the company I was at for a very long time, um, I started at in like 2018, 2019, something like that, pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that, my first week in office, was a team offsite. So the whole global team was in town in the office. And I also didn't get set up on my computer until like maybe even the second day because I was in back to back to back, like in-person meetings. So it's tradition and just to like not be set didn't up didn't have time to like meet with the IT department who was actually based in London yeah. on a Zoom call in the middle of this. So it was like, at the, like it was like the opposite. I was, And that was a new industry, which is yeah. the same industry I'm in now. So like acronyms were just flying around. Flying that I had around. no idea what they were. I had done no onboarding. I was like, I don't even know what this company does. You're the only person I have ever met that knew what Zoom was before the pandemic. Ooh, aren't I fancy? And maybe that's because you were working in Boston and Boston is a different, like just just professionally different style city than (laughs) Rochester. But yeah, the first time I heard of Zoom, I remember saying, what is a Zoom? And it was like peak COVID. I knew what Slack was before the pandemic too. Does that make me even more special? Even, even cooler. Oh my My, God. My My mom trying to figure out Slack yesterday was hilarious. Yeah, that was a lost cause. Um, (laughs) But no, that's fine. Um, She doesn't need Slack. She doesn't need to know Slack. She doesn't need it. She's retired. She doesn't need it in her day. I... I wish I didn't have to worry about all these things. You know, I would love to be retired. I yeah. just really would. You've Anyways. said that like three times so far on this call. Yeah. You're like, congratulations actually, on I've, your new job. I'm now retiring. I've decided to retire. Yeah. Now yeah. that, well, now that, yeah, you got a new <laughs> job. Uh, it's a good job. I'm going to, you know, take a sabbatical myself. <sighs> what I'm wondering is when you start a, a job remotely, how does that change those like first day job jitters? Cause you're not, I mean, you are still in your home. Mm-hmm. Does that help you by being in your home or does that make it a little worse actually? Because, you feel mm. that, you know, like you're not actually just like diving in? Interesting question. Um, so for full disclosure for our entire audience, this is actually the second job that I've started this year. I had an interim job in the fall, which I also started remotely. Mm-hmm. And that one, I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't super excited about it, I guess. Like there's a reason it didn't last very long. Like it just, they weren't set up for remote work. So my first day was very stressful and weird and I didn't even have a laptop until Mm -hmm. like an hour before I was supposed to start and had no idea what I was doing. And like that was so like didn't have it didn't really feel like an exciting first day right? because it really did feel like there is a chance I'm just going to be sitting in my house Mm -hmm. without even having a laptop and like no direction of what my first day is. Like, how can I get excited about this? Right. Just staring at the wall. I will say like this one. They were very prepared. I had my laptop like well in advance, aside from like the weird tech issue of not getting into my email. Like I should have been all set up. Like yeah. I had all the, for all intents and purposes, I should have been ready. Mm-hmm. I had a whole first day of like meetings scheduled. Right. And like, I definitely did feel like those like first day of school jitters. I was like, I need to plan like a good outfit. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I have like my morning all scheduled so that I have time to like take the dog for a walk and do like a good workout and like get into the right headspace and like have my coffee and pick a cute coffee mug and I actually like redid my entire home office like just like rearranged how I had hung things and whatever to like make it feel fresh it looks great it looks great but like even though it's the same place I've been working from Mm -hmm. for years now it was like okay when I walk in on Monday morning it's gonna feel a little different but there's also a bit of continuity because it is the same physical space Mm -hmm. and this could be different for you than it is for me. I think I would find comfort in that of like, my desk is the same physical piece of wood. I, yeah, I think what I didn't have this time that I always had when I started a new job in person, specifically in Boston is I'd always get really nervous about like 
getting lost, even if I like knew basically where mm. it was or like the subway not working or sure. like traffic being like, and then like that was this added layer of like, or like even if I knew where the building was, what if I can't find like the actual office or like, what if I don't recognize, right? I don't know, like whoever I'm supposed to be meeting with first thing in the morning, like how do I find them? Like, especially if we don't have cubicles and like that level of sure. like nervousness. Like I just distinctly remember every job I've ever started in person, like internships, real jobs, whatever. Like that feeling of like showing up like sweaty and being like, I hope no one sees me as I like run to the bathroom <laughs> to like try to like fix my face I and like bring dab this up. my underarms. No, I wanted to bring this up. This isn't like, this isn't like a me talking about you thing. This is for me. <laughs> do I smell? No, no, no. You smell fine. Um, I less so as I've gotten older, thankfully, but have a history of when I'm very like nervous, excited, mm -hmm. sweating like crazy from my armpits. Oh yeah. And so if I was, if I was to start a new job now remotely, I would, that would be great. I, no, no one, can you really tell if something, unless you're like dripping sweat uh, progressively throughout a Zoom meeting, no one's going to really know. Right. Unless you're like glistening on your forehead yeah. and like wiping right. it if with I have like a, a handkerchief. A sweat rag. <laughs> um, but like, you don't, you know, I'm not going to like lift up my arms in the same way. Like I used to, when I used to fill in on the morning show, uh, 98 PXY, I mean, it, it was a, it was a different experience. So it was out of my norm and I, you know, it was just kind of like overamped. I remember having to like go to the bathroom and put paper towels in my pits <laughs> to like try and like soak up. And it's still like, it's, it, it, I sweated once through my sweater. Oh my God. So yeah, the name of the, yeah, it was, I used the sweater appropriately. So that's one, I mean, that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, one advantage to the remote work. There's that, that layer. Yeah. I remember, um, one summer I had an internship in Manhattan and if you've ever been in Manhattan in the summer, you know, it is just like stanks, hot garbage, it's, well, yeah, like right, that's, radiating, like whatever. Right, and I'm it, pretty yeah. sure I was a 10 minute walk from where like my like summer housing was to where my office was. Like it wasn't far, mm -hmm. but I was very nervous because it was like my first day of like my first big girl internship. We had to like dress a certain way, mm -hmm. but I was a college student. So I was wearing definitely like there's like a specific like cheap polyester, like chiffon fabric that you could get like a blouse from Forever 21 at that like looked mm. like you were trying to be professional that definitely did not breathe. Like it was not a breathable fabric okay. and it definitely showed sweat. And I remember I was wearing this like greenish hued like shirt of this fabric with like a pencil skirt and like went on my little walk and was like dripping sweat and super nervous and like got a little lost and like showed up really early to my first day but you know when you like work up a sweat and then you're sitting and you're waiting and you're nervous mm -hmm. and you can't stop sweating like it gets yeah. worse oh like sure i had gone to the bathroom i'm pretty sure and like thought i'd wet myself down but then it just like kept happening and i remember walking like a little penguin like i just it's it's like stuck with me so deeply especially on the side that i had like my shoulder bag that oh, was like sure. a full like sweat thing i just remember walking like a little penguin like meeting everyone and like they'd shake my hand i was like nope can't nope, lift yeah it. don't yeah don't can't don't uh like, don't make me do this yeah like don't, don't make me and i'm like sure maybe no one else noticed but i definitely was aware and then after that, there were mornings where if it was too hot, I would wear like a t-shirt and there was a Panera right below where my office was. And yeah. I would change in the bathroom with the Panera and like put on like a blazer or something like that. You have to do that. Yeah. You have to come prepared. Yeah. This is why they invented the undershirt. I'm, I'm like, you need it. Like, as, yeah. As you, yeah, if that happens to you. That, so I mean, that's, that's a, a pro of, of that as well. I also think that the interview process has been changed by the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you are going to be working remotely, hybrid or in person, just talk. I mean, you, of course, this you did a, your interviews over Zoom because it's, you know, it's yeah. a remote uh, position. But I, I have friends who've gotten jobs that are hybrid or 
in person and the first round was on zoom. And so they didn't actually have to go into the office until they got to their second round. And that's, that's, that was not really as much of a thing. Was it oddly enough? And I, I kind of only thought about this as we were having this conversation. Um, I started a job in maybe 2016 in Boston, which is where I lived. And my whole like first, well, I guess my manager was in LA for that job. Okay. So like she wasn't local, but like even the Boston team that I interviewed with, all of those interviews were over Zoom. Really? And you I didn't were... meet the team in person until like I'd already gotten hired, which was really interesting. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been using Zoom you, for a really you, long time. You've been living in the future. Been living in the future. What are you using now that I don't know about yet? That's what I'm wondering. Well, if I tell you, I'd have to kill you. Oh, okay. That would not be good for the podcast. <laughs> Unless it was recorded <laughs> or on a air. Relationship. Or that too. But also if you, if you murdered me on the podcast, I mean, that would be content for sure. Also, we would record you doing the act and probably be used as evidence. Yeah. Our podcast um, this admissible? is not a podcast murder, a murder podcast. Yeah, right. There's enough murder podcasts out there. Right, exactly. We don't need to do that. Yeah, I don't think. And also, like, I think that is the uh, wrong use of the term murder podcast. <laughs> right. Oh, that's not what happens on the no, podcast? No, oh, I don't think so. Oh, oh, oh. I think I've been I've been uh, getting it wrong. Misunderstood. Yeah. Another um, pro of doing your interview over Zoom is the classic. You only really have to dress up. Waste up. Really? I mean, truthfully, <laughs> right? Like, who, who is going to if if your your interviewer is not going to say, hey, can you stand up and do a spin for me? And if they do, you don't want that job. Oh, yeah. No, no. I think that another big pro is so like I'm a avid note taker. Like I just find that I'm more of a visual learner. A lot of times, sure. like when there's a lot of information being dumped on me, like it kind of goes in one ear and out the other if I don't write things down. And even like if I'm saying something, like if I'm answering a question, I kind of want to remember how the conversation went. Sure. So I'll take notes. But I always in person would feel really weird taking too many notes, like like stenographing basically an entire interview mm. where like someone's sitting across from me and I'm writing down what they said. But so you, what, you could do, you would do that though in a zoom. So, so more so. So what mm. I used to do for an in-person interview would be like, I'd write like the little notes down like people sure. do, but then like afterwards and sometimes you'd have back to back to back interviews or whatever. And then yeah. you have to get home and then I'd sit down and I'd write my notes. Right. But now like you're in that room. I feel like you can write more. They can't read over your shoulder. They can't tell like how chicken scratchy you're being like sure. how whatever. And then you click end. There's no commute. There's no pause. Yeah. And I do find it so much easier to like really like hash True. out, like write down all of your thoughts True. in a more like secluded setting without that like commute time or having to then find a coffee shop or I agree. Like having them like breathing over your shoulder. Um, the one con I can think of, of not going in for your first interview, at least is you're not really getting the vibe of the office, well, and which is important if yeah. you are going to be working in the office. Like are people, do people look happy or do they look like mm -hmm. they want to like jump out a window? Well, I think even if you're not going into the office, there is something to be said for like, when you go for an in-person interview, you're seeing more about like the, the vibes mm -hmm. outside of the like one-to-one -one conversation that you're having, right? which you can learn, yeah, to your point, you can learn a lot from the, the visual cues, but even if you're never going to go in, mm -hmm. there is a pro to seeing what the company culture is right. like outside of like what the person who's trying to like sell you on the job is saying. Right. It's harder for them to lie about the company culture if you're there. Exactly. If you're there. Uh, back to the pros though, you could have a shot of vodka before the interview just to loosen up. I'm not talking about like being hammered, but like if you need <laughs> people do, I know people do this before first dates. 
What? Some, I, listen, well, I mean, I was really drunk for our first date, so I can't You were hammered. Him. But, but no, if, I, I, if anyone who's ever hired me is listening to this, I've never pre-gamed an interview. Sure. She just winked at me. You didn't, you can't hear that. <laughs> I don't, I'm not that good at winking. No, but like, I, so I have friends, we, we have friends, I won't out them on the podcast, who I know in the past have taken a single shot before going to a date just to, just to be relaxed. Okay. Little, not drunk. In theory, if you know that you're not a sloppy drunk and it might calm your nerves a little bit, mm-hmm. you could do that and no one's going to smell the booze on you if it's via Zoom. I don't think this is a good idea. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but you, <laughs> you could do it. And I guarantee you people have done this. There's a lot of things that you could do. You could have straight up booze in your coffee cup. No one can see it when you're on Zoom, just in general. Like there are pros of working from home. Listen, there are radio people who do that. And I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to out anybody. <laughs> I'm not going to say who they are, you know, uh, but there are people who I know have drank in the morning doing morning radio to help them loosen up. No, no, I get it. And you're, I'm talking about people drinking, you know, Bailey's or something in their coffee at like 530 in the morning. Oh my God, and that sounds brutal. Guess what? It improved their show. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's it's a personal decision. It is a personal decision. I'm not sure I would recommend it for an interview. I'm not saying I recommend it, but it's a possibility. Um, <laughs> the, the only other pro I can think of is that if you are already working from home, you could easily sneak a remote interview in yeah. your day and nobody has to know. Whereas if you got to go, you kind of have to take, you well, have to lie or take time off, right? I think that in general, if we're talking about pros of being in sort of a hybrid work world, yeah, is that, well- a remote first work world I'll start with is that it opens up the opportunities outside of like the geographical confines of where you live. Mm -hmm. So my, the job I was at when the pandemic hit was based out of Boston, really based out of London, but our U S headquarters were Boston, Mm -hmm. but I was able to move to Rochester, which is obviously where we live now as part of that and keep my Boston job. Mm -hmm. This job now is also a European based company with U S headquarters in new Orleans and New York city but I'm able to be in Rochester, no problem whatsoever. Right. Whereas obviously really pre-pandemic and pre-remote first, you're looking at jobs within the sort of confines of where you live, which is pretty limiting, particularly in a city like Rochester. Sure. It does open up the competition though to everyone else as well. But I think that it allows for like some fluidity and there's in general, we're in an an era right now where obviously we're seeing layoffs everywhere, but we're Mm. also seeing people jumping because they're not feeling fulfilled. They're not feeling like they have growth. Like we're definitely in this, this age where people are transitioning between jobs a lot retiring for a lot of different reasons. Retiring at 30. Love that. Yeah. Really loved my like what seven weeks sabbatical that I just had. It was the best. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Very jealous. Um, but I do think that like, part of the reason that there's flexibility to, to explore other opportunities and see what's out there is if you're working remotely, you don't have to take time off to have an interview. Totally. Even if it is an in-person interview, you could potentially like pop out, like depending on how far away it is mm-hmm. and just say, I have an appointment. Right. It's very different than like when you used to be in office and then unless you're already like dressing your best for work every day, right. it's like all of a sudden it's like, why is Ariel wearing well, makeup? Like that was always a thing. If someone I, came yes. in looking nice, you'd be like, oh, you have an interview today, people, don't you? Yes, people always just, so I went through this phase, uh, maybe like 2016-ish, where like I, you know, I was like, what was I like? Like 25, 24, mm-hmm. whatever. So I was like, all right, I want to start dressing a little bit nicer, you know, just like be a little bit more of an adult. And I bought like all these nice clothes and I wore them to work. And listen, I work in radio, which is like a traditionally very informal 
mm-hmm. business and like I got roasted. People were like, oh, you're going to the competition today? Like, good luck on your interview and all this stuff. And yeah. that was like the last time I wore those clothes. Oh yeah, no, it's hundred yeah. percent like a thing. Like yeah. I haven't worked in an environment. I mean, I, I worked in WeWorks in Boston pretty much starting in like 2015. So I was at like at a combination of startups and tech, which are very like, I could wear my Lululemon to the office. Oh yeah. Which we all know is my job requirement. Cause I mentioned that a few weeks ago it is a is job I need to be able yeah. to wear a Lululemon head to toe. Um, so if like I came in looking nice, like even if it was cause like I had a date that night or I was just like meeting up with friends. Like there was always that like, Oh, you, where are you going today? Like, right. Yeah. What's happening? Like, even if it wasn't an interview, it was like a cause for like, something's happening. You're trying harder. Something's Why are you up. trying? Yes. <laughs> the, so my office never really had a, any kind of dress. Co- I mean, I used to keep slippers at my desk, like, and I, I would wear slippers around the building. The one weird thing though, that they had a problem with, like I, I wore swim trunks to work one day. Like this was a real thing. Like just, I, I really don't know why. This, why? I would, this was like right when I started and I honestly can't really remember. It doesn't fully. even sound more comfortable. It like- really, it really wasn't. I was like 22 <laughs> and it was probably laundry day. All I remember is somebody <laughs> saying, are those swim trunks and me saying yes. Like I just, that's all. Anyways, okay. I've been working here for a while yeah, <laughs> and that was fine. The the weird thing though, that they hate flip flops. That's where they draw the weird line. They're like, flip, so weird. like, you can wear slippers in the office, but not flip flops. Huh? It's a weird thing. Anyways, every office has their, their own thing. Um, I, we got called out by the way, because last week we didn't do a random fact. Oh yeah. And we always end on a random fact. So we're going to do two this week. Oh. To make up for lost time. Um, the And so the first one, we're all familiar with the breathalyzer. Speaking of drinking. Uh-huh. In the 30s, before the breathalyzer was the thing, they had a separate different advice that, uh, device that police used. It was called the Drunkometer. That's cute. Which is a way better name, right? And it was like this huge device that required a, a person to blow into a balloon. It was like this massive Ooh. device they would like bring around. Why did they get rid of that name? Why didn't they just like take that name and improve it to what the breathalyzer was? Isn't that not better? Does that not sound almost no, like cartoon No, it's so much better. Fake? And it sounds almost fun. Yes. Like, I feel like if someone's like, we're going to have to breathalyze you, you're like, oh, shit. Yes. Someone's like, we're going to put you on the drunko meter. It's yes, like, oh, that sounds break. fun. Like, right. do I get a prize? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Your Feels prize, like you're at a carnival. The prize is prison. Great. Um, I don't think you're going to go to prison necessarily. It can have to it, be dramatic. It can happen if sure. it's like a repeat offending. Actually, I don't really know. I'm not a lawyer. You're what? Yeah, I know. Um, and then the second random fact... Chuck E. Cheese, we're all familiar with Chuck E. Cheese, right? That was uh, not the original name. They almost went with Rick Rats Pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their PR agency, I think, wisely said the name would turn people off because people don't want to think about rats when they're eating. That being said, though, doesn't Rick Rat sound like a rapper? Like Rick Rat. Uh-huh. I-, I feel like I would listen to that mixtape if I came across it. You're giving me this look like, I don't really agree. No, 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 no. That's actually not why I'm giving you a look. So I wasn't allowed to go to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid. Sort of just, we didn't really do the whole fast food, sugar oh thing. Gosh, it was so fun. What is- Fun? What, you didn't do fun as a kid? I didn't do fun. No, I, I'm sure I did fun, but not that kind of fun. What kind of animal? There's an animal in Chuck E. Cheese, isn't there? There's like a mascot? Chucky, it's Chuck E. Cheese. And yeah, by the okay. way, it's not, it's not Chucky, it's Chuck E. period. It's his middle name, which oh, okay. I'm assuming stands for Edward, but I have no idea. Cheese <laughs> is his last name. Oh, okay. And he is a, he, I mean, he is a rat. I think he's a rat or okay, a mouse. So that's sort of what I was like picturing. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, and he plays guitar, I think. I mean, like, but so they didn't pivot that much. They were like, okay, it's still going to be a rat. Well, okay. Hold on. I, now I got to look up his, uh, we're just not going to have it in his name. Is Chuck E. Cheese 
That's the first. I, you type in it, is Chuck E. Cheese. The first thing that comes up is a rat. The second one, still open. Um, okay. Are they still open? <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, blah, 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 yeah, he's an anthropomorphic rat, but they changed him to a, oh, they changed him to a mouse in 1993. Okay. I don't think, first of all. He looks, he looks like he, listen, he looks like he shouldn't be near food regardless. Well, that's what I was going to say. And also like, really like, I don't know. Like, I know that there's a difference between mice and rats. There is. But I can't tell you the difference from seeing a cartoon of one. No, no. Like the only one that I'm positive is a mouse is Mickey. Right, because it's and in his I don't name. think that real mice look like it's his, that. It's his last no, name. It's the big fucking ears. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it's also his last name. Mm. You know, Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Mickey yeah. Mouse. Chuck E. Cheese was a rat, but he also had because just because you you never went as a kid, right? No, yeah. He, he had all these other animal friends oh cute and there, there was like a stage where they actually had like animatronic versions of them it sounds awful playing like they were a band oh i don't really understand the concept of Chuck E. cheese but as a kid it was the best thing in the world okay i just feel like i, I don't get why this rat decided to open up a pizzeria mm-hmm. and how he learned how to play guitar and sing mm. and put them all together into one business. There's a lot of questions to be had. I do. I just am still going back to the whole like concept that they knew that Rick rats, Rick rat, Rick rat, Rick rat was a bad idea because people didn't want to think about rats when eating. Yeah. So then they changed the name, but kept it a rat. Like why not at that point be like, okay, Chuck E. Cheese, he's going to be a friendly otter. Ooh. Why why not? No, that's adorable. There's nothing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it because mice like cheese? Is that what they were getting at? Oh. Because he's Chuck E. Cheese, right? That's his last name. It's not Chuck mm-hmm. E. Wood. I mean, like otters, they eat wood, right? I mean, like. Do they? I thought woodchucks eat wood. Yeah, what are the ones that are like, that are like build dams? What are those? Beavers. Beavers. It's not Chuck E. Beavers. <laughs> okay. You know, and it's not like it's a lumber yard, you know, like it's a cheese, cheese, pizza, a lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. I had a great time as a kid. I don't know if it's still open. If it is, we should go. Actually, no, I we, we should. I'm allergic it, it, to gluten and dairy and children. Yeah. I don't like children. It, yeah, there's a lot. And germs. Lot so many germs. germs. I can only imagine how lot many germs. Of germs. I, can, I immediately take back Was that Was there like sentiment. a ball pit or something there? 100%. I'm pretty sure that's where I got sick exclusively yeah, every time. Because like something yeah. about like. They had the tubes too. These ball tubes pits could crawl around with in. like sticky fingers and yeah. it makes me want to vomit. What a weird thing though. Did you ever play in any kind of a play set that had tubes? Like, you like by tubes. How do how do you describe this? Such a weird concept. <laughs> McDonald's had these tubes. So I wasn't allowed to go to McDonald's. Yeah, right, please. right, exactly. Yes, no fun. I forgot. Um, <laughs> th- these like play. They had these. Like, okay, so picture like plastic tubes, kind of like how you would put uh, a guinea pig in. Okay. Oh, okay. But human size. Oh, not human size. Kid size. No, wait. We did. So you did have those. Um, the JCC. Okay. The Jewish Community Center here had a play gym. It was called. For kids, mm-hmm. and they had tubes for adults. What a and it weird did sort thing. of look once you said like what you'd put like a hamster guinea pig in. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that like it was just a life size like hamster cage. Like I'm pretty sure there was like a wheel you could like spin. Oh, on. oh, I'm sure that was the inspiration. But like now that would give me so much anxiety to go through. The, I know there were times where there was like traffic jams, too many kids mm-hmm. in one tube. Yeah, kids getting stuck in the tube. You know, <laughs> um, it was weird. It was weird. Anyways, um, did you ever get stuck in the slide? Stuck in the slide? Mm-hmm. Was it the tube slide? The tube slide. The tube slide? I don't think so. Wait, how small was the tube? No, I just remember. Or did you try and go down with your sister? No, you that's tried to go why. down with like a bunch of people. So you'd have like a whole oh, line of people. Oh my goodness. And I'm pretty sure one time I was like in high school and we were just like, I don't know, 
playing around on a playground. Mm -hmm. And I distinctly remember getting stuck. And then we had to like push, like shimmy ourselves down it. I also fell off a slide once. And Were you okay? Off a jungle gym once. I fell off a jungle gym. Bent my wrist back. Yeah, I got pretty hurt falling off the jungle gym. Yeah, made me stronger. Being a kid's weird. But just, there's a lot of things that I think if you look back, and we should wrap up here. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things that I think if you look back at your childhood, you're like, we did that? We did that? Yes, we pretended we were human hamsters in a tube. Uh, and it was a ball. Have a great week. Uh, we'll back be back here next week, Thursday. And if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, please do. Bye. Bye. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles and Toyota has them with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified. Empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.